Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today's episode is brought to you by NetHealth. So NetHealth has a great new webinar coming up tomorrow, April 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Ellen Strunk. She is a physical therapist, owner of Rehab Resources and Consulting, and is NetHealth's guest panelist discussing Rehab Therapy Outpatient Services 101, how to expand into the home or assisted living facility. Ellen lectures nationally on the topics of pharmacology for rehab professionals, exercise and wellness for older adults, coding, billing, documentation for therapy services, and the importance of functional outcomes to value-based payment. Head over to nethealth.com slash litzy to sign up. As a bonus, when you sign up for the webinar, type litzy in the comment section of the registration, show up to the webinar, and NetHealth will buy lunch for your office. Once again, that's nethealth.com forward slash L-I-T-Z-Y to sign up. Now, on today's podcast, we are talking all about... SEO. For people who aren't familiar, that means search engine optimization. And my guest is Daniel Folsom. He is an account executive for the digital marketing group at NetHealth. He has 20 plus years experience in the healthcare world through sales and practical development. He lives in the beautiful state of Georgia, has two kids, four-legged, John, John, and Oliver, and he has a passion for helping private practices find ways to grow their brand and sustain a healthy level of consistent revenue through patient engagement, which is something we all want if we own our own practice. So today we talk about digital marketing. We talk about search engine optimization, what it is, is it dead, is it alive, how can you make your website more SEO friendly? We talk about Google and Facebook ads and are they really worth the cost? And guys, this is a deep dive. This is really talking about Google ads and definitely Google has more than Facebook ads, but boy, did I learn a lot. And Daniel is very generous. He is offering a free market scan covering all online directories, which there's like, guys, there's so many. I had no idea. All these online directories that will make a difference in where your podcast is ranked on Google. And so what the folks at NetHealth are doing is a free market scan covering all those online directories to see if you're in there or not. Tedious work, folks. You don't want to do this yourself. So uh, Daniel talks about how you can get that free scan in today's podcast. So everyone, enjoy. Hey, Daniel, welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you on the show this week. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Great. And today we're talking about, I think, something that can affect every single physical therapist that has a website, every company, every individual therapist. And that is uh, looking at SEO or search engine engine optimization. And we're also going to touch on online ads, Facebook ads, Google ads, things like that. But let's start out with SEO. So Here's the question. It's the title of the episode is SEO dead. Absolutely not. That's the biggest question that we have to answer today, right? How are you found online? When you're found, what 
does that online reputation look like for your Google ads? So when I find you, what does it look like? Funny, kind of a funny story. I, I was working with a physical therapist group last week and we looked at their Google listing and they actually had a picture of chilies. So what happens is, and I thought, well, hey, if you're cracking backs and ribs, I think I want to make an appointment, right? That would be a win-win. Yet what Google does, if we don't actually create that directory and clean it up, is they take the Google Earth pictures that attach to your address and they put those images on. So if you haven't looked at it, definitely take a peek at that Google listing. Anyway, yes, with our SEO, try to get back to that. We want to know what you look like across these search directories. Can people find you with your address? Can they call you from your phone number? If they look at these directories, are these directories actually clean with reviews? Are you getting good reviews? Are you responding to the negative reviews? So all of this goes into making up that SEO. You know, I always say, if people ask me, you know, when, when should we start SEO? And, and as I mentioned, you should have started 20 years ago. And when you say looking at all these different directories, um, can, how many directories are there? And can you give some examples? Because I just think, well, Google. Yeah, what, are, right. what are the other directories? So there are 72 plus directories. And when we talk about directory management, we talk about 72 different directories. The reason we talk about 72 is those are what massage Google analytics to make Google happy. So Google actually sends these small bots out across all of these different directories to make sure they're consistent across the internet. And that affects your Google Analytics, of course. So these bots also work in tandem with Google because they want to be the next game on the next, they want to be the next big game on the, the street, right? So they're sending bots out to find information. So when we run what we call a business scan here at NetHelp, we are running that business scan to look at how accurate all of these directories look for you. You will find if you've had a practice purchase, if you have gone by a different name, if you've moved locations, a lot of these directories are going to be out of line. So if anyone's using those, they're either going to go to the wrong address, they're going to see the wrong name, so forth and so on. And what, so aside from Google, what are some of these directories? Is that like sure. Yelp or is it, is that one or no? We, we have Yelp, we have Yellow Pages, we have Google Business, we have Facebook. And, and, and using a service, you know, a service will actually go in and create those directories so that they're all consistent. More importantly, they go in after that and lock those directories for you, which means they can never be changed or modified unless we go in and actually change or modify those directories for you. You know, some of the other search directories, we talk about Yahoo, Foursquare, City Search, MapQuest, Local Database, a few more just to add on. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, so what you guys do is you scan all of these directories to make sure that it lines up with what your what and where your business is. And then absolutely. And then you make it so that people can't hack into it or can people still hack into it and kind of screw that up or. Nope. Once these directories are locked, we actually claim the directories. We clean up that directory management and cleaning up that directory management. We're going to make sure that we've got consistent pictures of the practice We've got pictures of the team, maybe of the owner with a nice blurb there. So all of these directories are gonna look consistent. And 
yeah, of course, the goal here is to create a beautiful story, right? So if I search physical therapy near me, I go to your Google ad. I, your Google ad's beautiful with pictures and reviews and things. I click on your website. It then translates the story over to your website. So it's a nice flow from the original organic search all the way to your website. And when what else goes into SEO? Because I know people talk about SEO and we always just think, oh, it's just maybe cleaning up these directories. But I know that what's on your website and maybe uh, the back end of your website also counts for SEO. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So when we talk about your website, we want to talk about keywords that drive traffic to your website. So in using a vendor for your website, you want to make sure that you keep those keywords accurate and you also keep them fresh. For example, when microneedling came out, we wanted to make sure that we added any of the search words for microneedling in into those keywords to drive traffic. So we look at the meta tags, we look at the data tags, we look at the back end of what that website is there for, because again, that organic search with Google is the happiest that Google Analytics, that it makes it the happiest there. So that's what we're really doing when we drive that traffic with those back keywords. You know, I think a lot of people too, when we, we talk about websites, miss the opportunity to blog. And blogging is huge in having searchable content. You know, let's say you just came back from a wonderful conference and you learned all these cool new techniques or, or services that you can offer. Going in and creating a blog about that makes it searchable content. Again, we're driving that organic traffic directly over to your website. And if you can drive more organic traffic, does that bump you up in the Google search? Because everybody's like, oh, you want to be on the first page of Google, right? Right. Right. Where do you hide a dead body? The second page of Google. <laughs> right. right. So how do we, how do we, so obviously adding a blog, making sure you have these keywords, making sure all of these directories are up to date and locked in. Is there any other tips or tricks that can bump you up in the uh, Google in the eyes of Google, without having to pay for it? Because we'll get into ads in a little bit. Right. You know, that, Karen, is a beautiful equation that deals with how old is your domain? Are you garnering reviews? Are your directories established and consistent? So there is a really long equation that goes into making that very, very happy. Of, Of course, you know, running ads can potentially put you on the first page. And when we talk about ads, we'll talk about what that looks like. Um, but putting you on the first page, it's just a lot of consistency. And it's a lot of work to check the right boxes as far as what SEO means and what makes Google happy for you. Right. So doing all these things that we just discussed, obviously mm-hmm. very helpful. Right. 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 And the more you update your website, does that help to boost it up? Absolutely. Please, fresh content every month, whether it's an ebook, whether it's a newsletter, whether it's a blog post, whether you're just changing staff names, we want to keep that website fresh. You know, part of what we, we pride ourselves on at NetHealth is every month an account manager is actually going to go in with the customer. We're going to make sure that we're pushing out those blogs, we're pushing out those ebooks. We actually set up cadences for the month 
ahead of us just to make sure that we're tackling maybe seasonal issues as well. So let's say it's wintertime, everybody's slipping and falling. How are we addressing that type of searchable content as well, pulling that organic traffic over to your site? So now let's move on to ads, right? So you've got Google ads, Facebook ads. The big question everyone wants to know is where can I get the most bang for my buck? Bang for your buck. Here's what we need to do, everybody, before we dive into ads. We need to make sure running an ad for you even makes sense. If you just take money and put it into a pay-per-click ad, it's probably not going to work. Um, you know, one of the things that we do at NetHealth with our customers is we do a forecasting call. That forecasting call looks at your geographic area, longitude, latitude within 30 miles, because that's generally the driving distance people are going to come to see your location. Um, and then we type in keywords. I want to see if enough people are searching for those keywords. You know, you could put $2,000 into an ad, but if you have 20 people searching for the keywords that are relative to your services, probably not going to be a good return on your investment. So with that forecasting call, we look at those keywords and we also see how much they cost. Um, You know, as we kind of spoke about earlier, those keywords could literally drive your ad budget way out of socket. I've seen people who have run ads in the past that it did make sense to run ads, but they had an ad budget of $400. When we look at that ad budget, we have to tie it into What does a conversion look like? And a conversion is when someone searches for your words, goes over to your ad, clicks on that ad and fills it out. So that's somebody that converts over. Now we call that a lead. So this is someone that has engaged. They're looking for your services. They're in your target area. They're searching for your keywords. And they said, hey, we are looking for you now. The other thing when we run these ads to Karen is, which is very, very important, is we need a really good call to action. And what does that call to action mean? You know, I think for everyone, this can be unique to the practice. With their call to action, it's something that's going to engage them to take the next step. Um, You know, I have some people who use ebooks and toolkits and things that, you know, fill this out and get the free toolkit or ebook. We generally find um, that people generally just want the ebook. They really don't want an appointment. So when we really look at a a conversion here, we really want to find something unique. Um, You know, the cool part of forecasting is we can actually look at what other ads are running, what their calls to action are. So we can really kind of create a unique structure to walk that practice through having an amazing call to action and filling out the form to have that conversion into the lead. I have to say some of the more successful uh, physical therapy practices that are using um, any type of ads right now. Last month, we had someone who ran a targeted ad that gave away a free 30 minute back massage. He had well over 50 participants fill out his lead form, which was huge. I didn't know as many, I didn't know that many people needed their back rubbed, but right. obviously they do. <laughs> right. And what other call to actions have you seen that have been really successful? Like I know a lot of people will say, you know, a free, you know, 20 or 30 minute um, call or, or screen mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but what, what else have you seen that has really worked? 
usually you want to tie it to something within your services that keeps the person engaged or will engage them. For example, um, a physical therapist was uh, really focused on their, their dry needling. And um, they actually did this hot patch. It was almost a massage machine as well. So after the dry needling, you literally sat on this like hyperbaric type chamber chair and got this warm back massage that was a part of it as well. Now that was after the third visit. So of course, at that point, they've got the patient engaged with it. Again, we usually find toolkits, eBooks and things really aren't that effective, but something tangible Mm -hmm. that the patient can actually use or have, um, you know, we've even had people tie them around Starbucks gift cards with, we all love our Starbucks. Right, right, (laughs) right. So really uh, taking some liberty here to be quite creative. Correct, correct. Okay. And you had mentioned something in, talking about the ads, about the price of keywords. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Um, Because I know it's definitely something I don't understand. I'm sure it's a lot, something a lot of the listeners don't understand. So go ahead. Sure. So when we, when we look at the forecast, we actually look at the keywords, of course, for the services that are offered there at the practice, those keywords and what Google will tell us is, is what people are paying for those keywords. So the funny part about keywords is in certain areas, some lawyers um, may be bidding on those keywords as well. So um, we generally want to keep the cost, the cost per click below $3. If it's above $3, we really want to see if it makes sense for our practice um, with their budget. And of course, what outcome they're looking for. Does it really make sense for you to run these ads? Um, sometimes it does. Sometimes we can have a great return conversion level. Um, other times we may want to look at some other keywords and other prices just to make sure that, you know, again, this is going to be affordable for the practice and we're going to bring the number of conversions that they need to make this profitable for them. And so, for example, uh, a, a keyword like low back pain might be worth, I'm just going to make this up here, yeah. $4. Whereas shoulder pain might be worth $3. Like, is that how that works? You got it. Yep. Yep. The biggest trend difference that you see right now is physical therapy, of course, near me, where, of course, that's an extremely popular keyword search. I've seen it cost 58 cents in certain areas. Um, Right now in Seattle, it's $58 for that word. Okay. So if you're running a Google ad and you have back pain in your yep. ad, it costs $58 per day? $58 for someone to search for that in your area, click on your ad, just click on your ad. Wait, so if five people click on your ad in one day, it costs you like $300? Correct. Do you see why ads can fail for people who aren't doing proper forecasting? I see. Yes, I do. Now, okay, now this is making much more sense, much more sense. So you really want to know how much those keywords cost to see like if it's worth it or can you put in a different keyword and still get that demographic in? Okay. Absolutely. So some of the things and part of the service of NetHealth that we provide is we provide weekly checks. So we actually go in and you can bid on words every week. 
So some of those higher dollar words for our customers, there's no guarantee that you're going to win, but if you're paying $10 for physical therapy near me and you bid 350 on it, you win the bid. Guess what? For the week, you actually get $3.50. You save $7 for every click for that. We also go into the ad. We look at stale keywords. So if all of the keywords that we have, and you can have up to 50 plus keywords here that we're talking about in a plan. Um, we look at what words really are stale. We want to pull those words out because they're just kind of sitting there doing nothing in our, in our campaign. And then we want to put in those active words. So we want to look at what new words may have come up within the week. Also, Google gives us a ad score. So if your ad is not running at 100%, we want to make sure that it is running at 100%. So we look at what Google tells us of why it isn't, and we go in and repair that for you. We also, every two weeks, make sure that we have a call with our clients just to make sure the ads are running correctly. We're making sure that they understand the keywords because as you can envision, we're bringing the horse to water. It's up to them to teach them how to have that horse drink the water. Mm -hmm. So we really have to do a lot of sales training on, on what that conversion looks like. You know, um, a few weeks ago, we had our podcast on purpose to profit. And, you know, the big com topic of conversation was, you know, how well-trained is your, your front desk staff and answering the phone. So, you know, I really depend a lot on that when we talk about these, these ads, because of course, these are hot leads ready to schedule an appointment. What does that look like when, they're actually called for that follow-up. And where are these Google ads showing up? So are these the things like if I go onto a website and I see a banner ad or something, is that a Google ad? Or is it only like when you go into Google and you type in physical therapy near me and you see those ones above the fold that say ad, is that the only place Correct. they are? So, so, so it can be a banner ad. It can be the ladder, as you mentioned, that says add, generally mm -hmm. it's the ladder that says add there. It pushes it to the top. You know, and I think a lot of people get really confused with that because they think, oh, if I run an ad, I'm going to be at the top of Google. What they don't understand is Google only allots certain ad spaces on each page. You can have two to three at the top. You can have two to three at the bottom. And that is all based upon the number of people that you actually have in that search criteria. So you could easily pour... $2,000 into an ad and be on the top of page two, which again, who's going to look for you there? So one of the things that we really dive into when we run these ads is where are you going to be on that page placement and where are we going to be able to put you? Because of course, it's very important. And in these ads, I mean, are, is, are there photos, are there videos, or is Absolutely. it just text? There is. Absolutely. So when we talk about the Google ad, it actually is, it, it looks like a landing page. Mm -hmm. So when I click on physical therapy near me and I see care and physical therapy, I'm going to click on that. It's going to take you to the landing page. Now that landing page, again, as we go back to create this beautiful digital marketing story should look just like your website, which mm -hmm. should look like your Google directory, which creates this beautiful flow over. Now that landing page is gonna have graphics on it. It could have videos on it. Um, of course, this is where we, we're gonna have your call to action. Generally, we ask for name, email address, phone number, and maybe some other information that you wanna gather. For example, you know, tell us how we can help you. 
um, you know, when would you like to be contacted? Um, those types of things are important on there as well. Um, the beautiful part of filling out that ad for us is that it actually goes into a lead database. So from that lead database, we can actually nurture that lead for our customers with eBooks, with personal letters. I love the nurture campaigns to be very personal. You know, let's get to know who the physical therapists are there. Let's get to know who the front desk staff is. So let's send out some really good tailored personal messages. Say, hey, thanks for clicking on our ad. We'd love to help you. This is Megan. She's at the front desk. She can help with that. This is Dr. Smith. He's going to be able to help with, it really puts the face and the name together, which creates again, that beautiful story and a lot of familiarness with the ad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is so much more robust than I had originally <laughs> thought. This is great. Now um, let's talk about Facebook ads. Yeah. Um, Because mm -hmm. with this, I would think, well, if your ideal customer is not on Facebook, obviously you're not going to be running a Facebook ad. So how effective are these Facebook ads? And on that note, we'll take a quick break and be right back. Be sure to sign up for NetHealth's next webinar which will be Tuesday, April 13th at 2 p.m. entitled Rehab Therapy Outpatient Services 101, How to Expand into the Home or Assisted Living Facility. Their guest panelists will be Ellen Strunk, owner of Rehab Resources and Consulting. Head over to nethealth.com slash litzy to sign up. As a bonus, when you sign up for the webinar, type litzy in the comment section of the registration show for the webinar and NetHealth will buy lunch for your office. Once again, that's nethealth.com forward slash L-I-T-Z-Y. Facebook ads can be really effective. You know, where we win with Facebook ads is target marketing. So with our ads that we're running, um, they're actually going to be slow creep ads. So they're not kind of those, those strange ads over on the right that nobody hardly ever looks at. These are actually in the feed. So as you're looking at Sonia's wedding photo and Katie's baby picture, you're actually going to see the ad. Now, when we talk target marketing for Facebook, we're really talking about who you want to attract as your patient. So if you're looking to grow your 30 to 45 year old demographics within a certain zip code with Facebook, we can really, really target out who sees that ad to make sure that we're achieving what your key goals are to grow the market within that targeted area. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can really get like drilled down to really your ideal yes. patients. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the good part about running Facebook ads is it's fairly inexpensive. Mm -hmm. um, I will say the re the return on Facebook ads isn't near what it would be running Google ads. Okay. Um, be only because you've got to think with Google, we have 200,000 people searching for physical therapy near me with Facebook. We've taken that and we've really targeted down to kind of a small pocket of people that are going to be looking for that ad. Again, the Facebook ad is going to be like the Google ad. It's going to be beautiful pictures. It's going to be a nice call to action. It's going to be something that's going to engage them and, and want them to click on that ad to fill out that call to action form. Got it. And what are some big no-nos? If you have big no-nos for, for Google ads or big no-nos for Facebook ads? 
Um, you know, I think some of the big no-nos are over-promising and under-delivering on your ad. Um, you know, when we talk about these ads, we really want to make sure that they don't go stale. So that's another big no-no that people don't really understand. So and when we talk about an ad going stale, we actually talking about keeping some of those higher dollar keywords that aren't really searchable right now and taking them out if people really aren't looking for them. Because as you pointed out in the example, if you've got a $58 per click and you've got 30 people or three people clicking on it, it's a stale keyword. It's still taking a lot of money from your ad dollar. So we really got, I think that's the biggest no-no here. And a lot of that is just us making sure that we're doing that for the customer. And what about Facebook ads? Any big no-nos there? You know, I think with Facebook ads, again, you just want to keep them simple. I think in this philosophy of life, kiss, keep it simple. Um, you know, with Facebook ads, a lot of our customers really want to get involved, almost tell a complete story in that Facebook ad. And you really, really want to use that ad as if I'm looking at this for two to three seconds, what am I going to get out of it? So I think a lot of people overcomplicate their Facebook ads. Um, and of course, you lose your audience at that point. They should be able to, in literally two seconds, scroll your ad, see your good call to action, who you are, what you're trying to accomplish, and send that right over. Again, all of the aesthetics for either Google or Facebook should match your website. It should match your landing page. It should be that beautiful story that just carries over. Got it. Got it. Well, this has been very, very informative and super helpful. Um, is there anything that we missed? Anything that was on your list of, of hot talking points that we didn't hit? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, I think some of the things too, when people are looking at ads that I just wanted to mention here, because this is the biggest oversight, I think, is when we talk about running those Google ads, we talk about, of course, how much your cost per click is, how many conversions you're going to have. A big number that people really overlook is what we call the impression. And the impression is people who actually went to your ad, but never filled out the ad form. Um, and I think a lot of customers and, and, and practices overlook this number, but it's super important because this is part of your paid ads that's pushing your brand. I've seen where I've been able to give, um, for example, 10 leads, 10 plus leads to a particular practice, but they had 32,000 impressions. So if you could imagine 32,000 impressions of just looking at your ad or just looking at that Google directory that displays your ad. That's a huge number. So I think that's the biggest thing I just kind of wanted to touch on. When we look at running these ads, let's look at the impressions as well, because again, that's promoting your brand. Right. And like the way I look at it, and this may be completely wrong now that you said that as well, 32,000 people looked at it, but only 10 people click. So do I have to change something? Is something not landing correctly? How do you, how do you interpret that? So we definitely want to, we, that, that's a great observation. So we definitely want to look generally there at your call to action. Was your call to action not engaging enough? Was it not, uh, I guess, salesy? That's, a, you know, I hate that word, but mm -hmm. it, was it, was it not catchy enough that people were like, wait a minute, this is actually something that I want to look into. 
Got it. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Cause I would think, Oh, why am I running these Google ads? I'm done. <laughs> and of course we don't well, want to give up. The good, right. Right. Yet the good thing is of course, of the people that click on that ad, we then get to look at what that return on investment is. So of course in physical therapy, you know, we look at if we add five patients with 10 visits per patient, you've definitely reaped what you've paid for your ad service plus. Mm -hmm. So we definitely look at what that conversion rate is for you as well. What is this ad bringing back to us? So again, you're looking at how much you spent on the ad, how many people came in for initial eval and how many of those followed through with their plan of care, whatever that plan of care may be. If it's, if you average six visits per patient, you know how much each visit costs. You can multiply that by however many patients you got from the ad. And if it made you profit, great. If it didn't, I think you have to do some uh, rejiggering there. Yep. Yep. We definitely need to either run a different campaign. We need to look at what, I guess, why the wheel didn't spin properly mm-hmm. here. One of the beautiful things of net health is that we tie certain KPIs. And, and if, if anyone isn't familiar, key performance indicators to our ad module. So for example, Karen, if I told you, I'm going to bring you 10 patients every month and I don't meet that criteria for you, you're actually able to stop running ads with us. So we really put our feet to the fire to make sure that we're doing the right job. We're also doing what we said we were going to do in making sure that you're getting that return on investment for what you're giving us. Mm-hmm. This is expensive. You know, ad, I mean, ad packages right now started a thousand dollars. So that's right. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Are Absolutely. you getting that back? Absolutely. And that makes perfect sense. And now, Before we wrap things up, I have another question in a second, but I Mm -hmm. want people to find out where they can get more information on what you do, how they can uh, get on board. So what is your call to action? Sure. So we are offering, um, for anyone that's interested, um, what we call that free business scan. So I'm going to go in for the practice. I'm going to run that free business scan. It's going to look at all of those search directories that we talked about earlier. Um, I'm also going to look at in that business scan, it shows how that practice compares to their competition when we talk about reviews. So I'm offering a free business scan for anyone that is interested. Um, I'd love to dive into that. Um, Of course, after that, I would definitely email that over. I would also love to offer a free forecasting call for any practice that's interested in running ads. Let's look at it. Let's see if it even makes sense for you to run ads. Um, I have to tell you, Last month, we walked away from three different practices where it just didn't make sense for us to run ads. So Mm. I want to make sure that it's a good fit for both of us. Right. Well, that is awesome. And where can people get all of this? How can they? www.nethealth.com and click on the digital marketing page. Perfect. Well, that's great. I mean, sign me up free. I I would love that. Um, So uh, now last question is something that I ask everyone and knowing where you are now in your life and in your career, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, you know, Karen, that's such a good question. I think it would just be slow down, enjoy the martinis, enjoy the dog walks, 
spend more time with your mom and dad. Uh, it's just literally just stop going in fifth gear, shift it down to second and learn how to live on cruise control for just a little while and be calm. Lovely advice. Thank you so, so much for coming yeah. on and talking to us about SEO and ads. Absolutely. And for all of you PT entrepreneurs out there, head over to www.nethealth.com. Click on the marketing, digital marketing, digital marketing tab and get this free business scan, free forecasting call. I mean, that's huge for people to see, Hey, should I be, should I be running ads? Or if you are running ads, Yikes, are they working? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. Well, Daniel, thank you so much. This was great. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank and you. everyone, thanks so much for listening. Have a great week and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thanks to Daniel. And of course, thanks to NetHealth for sponsoring today's episode. Again, tomorrow, Tuesday, April 13th, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sign up for Rehab Therapy Outpatient Services 101, how to expand into home or assisted living facility with Ellen Strunk. And in order to do that, head over to nethealth.com slash Litzy to sign up. Type in Litzy in the comments section. NetHealth will buy lunch for your office. Once again, that's nethealth.com forward slash L-I-T-Z-Y. Sign up now. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.